Are we ready? I think we're ready. <clears throat> uh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, welcome to Cinemaxless, a podcast about movies. Without Max? Without Max. Um, this is Tanner. That's Tim. Hello. That's Jordan. What up? We've got big butts. We're here to talk about <laughs> movies. <laughs> We're not. We're not we gonna lie. We got, we got big butts. We're not lying. Uh, shit, man. Did you guys watch anything this week? Uh, you know what? I did not. I can't. I can't think. I, I don't think I watched anything. I didn't watch any movies. I of course watched the TV series Psych. Mm. Running through that again. Oh. Yeah, Psych is great. Um, what is it? Good, James, good James Roday and Dulé Hill. Yeah, are the two main. Oh. And I guess like Timothy, I can't remember his name. Chalamet? But not Chalamet, no. See, this guy's <laughs> too old to be. But I've been going through that again. I think I'm through like the first season, which there's like go. nine seasons in that series. But yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, what did you watch, Tanner? I watched The Exorcist. Okay. The original? Uh, the original, uh, directed by William Friedkin, written by... What's his name? William, William Defoe, something Blatty. Uh, based off the novel of the same name. It's okay. It's good. Like I recognize it's a good movie, but I just couldn't get into it. Like there are things I like about it. Like it's more. It's definitely more of like a, a drama, heavy dramatic elements. Um. But I feel like the real meat of the the horror doesn't really start until very long into the movie, and then it gets wrapped up kind of quickly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's not that scary by today's standards. Although I don't think you know a horror movie has to necessarily be scary to be a good horror movie. Right. I just didn't get me. I don't know why. I the whole. The, concept of exorcism which this was the movie that kind of brought it to pop cultural awareness so this is the first one uh yes okay uh but i don't know exorcism as a concept just isn't that compelling to me i don't know that's just me that's just me yeah um 12 year old girl puking green slime on everyone is more more like nickelodeon than yeah existential terror but mm-hmm. that's okay yeah i've never seen an exorcism movie um just never really appealed to me yeah i guess just because i'm not huge on scary movies at all i'm not either i watched bits and pieces of the original exorcist and of course the puking scene in the bed yeah mm-hmm. you know i remember that but i've never really watched it all the way through is that the one where she like floats up and her her back just starts to like bend backwards no um, she does float up off the bed, and then there's a part where she's laying in bed, and she's, like, slamming up and down. I think, I don't know what you're thinking of. Because there's an exorcism of film out Emily there Rose, exorcism. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of kind of knockoff mm-hmm. exorcism films in the decades following. But um, I recommend it. Huh? I just didn't connect with it. Yeah. 
I gotcha. I gotcha. What about you, Tim? You watch anything? No, I I don't think I watched anything. I'm trying to remember. It was really really busy week for me last week. I didn't really have much time to watch anything. Um, I mean, I was at Max's. He had a he had a little party on Saturday. And he didn't invite Cinemax to take the crew, the entire I crew? I know, right? What I know. What the fuck, Max? Fuck, Max. Oh, my bad, Max. I just threw you under the bus. Fuck you, Max. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, he had a, he had Chamber of Secrets on TV. Watched well, that a bit. Okay. Hocus Pocus. Well, hard pass. Um, <laughs> no, he actually... I don't know if he wants to share share this right now, but screw it. I'm going to do it. He actually uh, proposed. Oh, shit. I saw that it. on the I think I did see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he proposed. That's nuts. Uh, was it a surprise to like you as well? Like, did you know he was going to propose? So I'll be honest. Uh, no, I had an idea. He didn't tell me, Yeah. but, um, you know, Max and Paige, they love Halloween. They love fall stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, if he proposes this year, this is the perfect time to do it. Yeah. And so I could kind of tell he was nervous going up to the party, kind of like trying to throw things together and make sure everything was 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 there that was needed yeah and so i started getting the idea and i was talking to our roommate drew i was like you know i think uh it's coming up soon drew's like yeah it may be at this party i'm like yeah it's actually a good idea and so i was trying to get it out of max like really really hard so he came up to me at the office i was like dude why are you acting so nervous for this party i mean (laughs) normally you're pretty calm and he, he just came up with some lame excuse. He's like, oh, I haven't really prepared for it. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And so, but yeah, so we were there. And I don't want to describe the whole thing. He may he may want to do that himself. But yeah. Nice. It was, it was pretty fun. It was awesome. Congratulations. Congrats, Max. Yeah. And, and Pitch. To our to host. You. With to the most. Host with the most what? Tanner. Most wives. Hmm. Fiancés. Fiancés, yes. Fiancés, okay, okay. Almost, so. He's more fiancés than any of us combined. Mm-hmm. And no one, man, should have all that power. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I don't know where deep. I'm going with that. Uh, moving right along to news, Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman in Matt Reeves' upcoming Batman movie. Batman movie we can't go an episode without talking about. Mm-hmm. Gotta do um, it. This Every is podcast. Not the first time she has played the character. She was the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie, but now really? she will be Catwoman in the flesh. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, very... a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I think, think it's a good fa- casting. I think it's fine casting. Yeah. I go for it. I like how they're they're kind of changing it up a little bit. They're not doing the typical characters from the DC universe where they're kind of you know, setting different expectations, letting them do their own thing, kind of branch out with their yeah. own characters. Um, I mean, same thing with Jim Gordon. Mm. They're having, what is his name, Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright. Oh, um, uh, yeah. You know, kind of branching out with that. So I, I'm, I'm all for it because, you know, it, introduces, it reintroduces the same old story, but it's not, it feels different. It's going to feel fresh. Mm. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um yeah, I mean, she's a great actress. She's done a lot of good stuff. I don't know that I've watched anything with her in it. She was in Mad Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fury Road. She's one of the the wives that got taken. Oh, okay. She's also in the most recent crime, or most recent Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald. Hmm. 
And she's also I'm in... Just trying, uh, I guess I'm blanking on what she even looks like. She's in Big Little Lies as well, which is a good show from what I've heard. Uh, fun fact, she is Jason Momoa's stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Wait, what? Zoe Kravitz is Jason Momoa's stepdaughter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's married to... Jason Momoa's also much older than I thought he was. He's like, what, 42? Yeah, I thought he was like... Is he really? I thought he was a young dude, no, but he's, like he's been like doing kind of... He was like on a oh, Stargate fuck. show. Fuck. What happened? <laughs> We've fine. lost video. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Just video We're or audio? Some technical difficulties. Audio's fine here. It'll be on the recording. It's fine. Okay. Um, so Jordan's fixing that. Uh, Stream went temporarily down. I did not realize. Oh, we're back. Oh, Jason Momoa is 40? Yeah. So I still have, I still have hope to get ripped like him. Not that that I'm, has any bearing on... Whether or not he could be Zoe Kravitz's stepdad, but oh, so he so she is the daughter of Lenny Kravitz and uh, Lisa, Lisa Bonet, Bonet. Yeah. and then so they split, and Jason Momoa is now married to Lisa Bonet. Interesting. That's kind of weird. How old is so Zoe the DC Kravitz? movies are a family business now, and that's so heartwarming. Do you think there's going to be a, so a crossover event between Aqu- Aquaman and Catwoman? No. Yeah. I, no. I, we brought this it looks up. Like it looks like they're going younger with... I think the DCEU is dead. dead. I I think... I don't think this Batman film is like a prequel mm-hmm. to Justice League or Man of Steel or any of the other DCEU films. Yeah. Fuck me. Camera went out again. We're just gonna. So we're just gonna. We're just gonna keep on with the we're audio. We're just gonna cast. commit to right. audio. Uh, a... Thank you for joining in our Twitch experiment Fuck. this evening. <laughs> hey, you know and what? That's why we're tested. <laughs> Excellent test. It worked the other week. And now I can lean back. I don't know. Yeah. What What happened? Was it battery? I, battery seems fine. It may just be the camera overheating, which I've never had happen. Hmm. It's because it's looking at all three of us at the same hmm. time. It's I getting guess. too hot. Oh shit. Now that the camera's off, I can take off my clothes. Oh, shit. Um, oh, is that a new tattoo, Tanner? Yes. It's of Max's mom. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Max has on the checklist. This is a new segment called Dunking on Max that we can only do on Cinemaxilis. Um, some called Mank. I'm going to have to look up what this is. So it's about because that was not there when I checked the Trello board this morning. Yeah, it's a recent ad. So it's it's about uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Herman Mankiv- Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's about a the writer for Citizen Kane. Okay. Um, so it's going to be a Netflix movie, but it's going to have Gary Oldman in it, Amanda Seyfried. Manistee Free, um, Lily Collins. Lily Collins, yeah. Then I'm trying to think, see who else. There's a lot of big name actors, and I mean, they're saying they think this is going to be Netflix's um, movie that they're going to try to get an Oscar for, similar to Roma. Really? Um, now, it's not going to be out for this season, so it's going to be coming out next year. But I mean, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I've never actually seen Citizen Kane. 
Um, now that I think it's, about it, I always I haven't either. It's long. <laughs> it's long. I always get that confused with Citizen X. So whenever I hear Citizen Kane, I always think about that story where there's a serial killer in Russia. Have you seen Citizen X? Uh, no, I haven't either. Really? It's uh it's a really, it's actually a really good movie. Um, let me pull up the cast. It's got Donald Sutherland in it, hmm. and Max von Sydow. Ooh, he was in The Exorcist. Was he really? Hmm. Interesting. What was it? What was his role? He was an exorcist. Oh, he was. No he was way. the exorcist. No, he was not the eponymous exorcist. I wouldn't say. Uh, he plays Father Lancaster Marin. Okay. Mm. And then there's also Father Damien Karras. And I think Karras is the exorcist of the title. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Interesting. But, it, yeah, Max Foncito is actually playing an older character in the movie. It's interesting. Like, they had him wearing old man makeup. And now that he's actually old, like, he pretty much looks like what he did what with he, the old really? man makeup. Like, they did a really good job way back in the day with just makeup. No digital de-aging. It's crazy, or it's crazy to look back yeah. at movies and, and see how old they can make people look. Because, I mean, now everything's CGI. Yeah, something about it seemed like they were able to pull off practical age effects better a long time ago before until now. I don't know if that's just digital Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't makeup's just not as convincing I have no idea why that might be I mean it's also really time consuming too I don't know how long it takes to put in the CGI effects but I feel like they've got it down to T now almost while with makeup you have to kind of sit there for hours and then you also risk making it look different from scene to scene too Mm -hmm. now some inconsistencies yeah so yeah well, hey guys, <laughs> Disney Plus is launching Dude, in a couple of weeks. These transitions are fire. I love it. <laughs> hey, uh, did we ever get a rating for The Exorcist? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's, the, what's your rating, T? Ah, fire. Oh, I don't man. know, like three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. Okay, okay. I recognize its quality. I just didn't just not. connect on a personal level. Yeah. Um, did not endear itself to me. As for Disney Plus goes though um because max are we looking at like we're looking at the catalog oh my god I'm just like it's like max is here. i know i'm what do you keep dropping your phone i'm being possessed by max oh oh you're in a seat i apologize i'm putting the phone on the floor now um, um yeah we're looking at the disney plus catalog we're just talking about it's nuts how many films there are a lot of one catalog day one how many films are launching on this it's hundreds like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I pulled up a list because I was all the Star Wars movies, except for Last Jedi. Ex- Last Jedi is not on it. I didn't see it on there. I think it is. Maybe I it's not. At it. it was up to Solo. Huh. Um. But nearly every Marvel movie. I know there's a handful that won't be on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, 
Like, I was looking at the list, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to read every single one. But it was extensive. Jesus, they got these things broken down by years. Yeah, all the Disney yeah. Channel original movies are on there. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Ooh, I'm going to watch Brink. That sounds dope. Which I would love to Johnny do some Tsunami? Is Halloween that, was that, Town. Is that Disney, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then the sequel, Johnny Coppa Holla Back on Board. Wait, wait, wait what? Is there <laughs> really a sequel? That was yeah. A se- really? His family, I believe, they moved to California... Or they move to the mainland, and instead of surfing, he skateboards. Hmm. Oh, I think I remember that. And I don't remember that at all. Which is strange to me, because if you're in He's California, you could definitely still surf. So I don't know, the yeah, transition true. of skateboarding doesn't really hold. But I, maybe it was in a different state. But then I can't imagine Disney setting a Disney Channel original movie in any state other than California. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, if you want to chime in and let us know where Johnny Cabahala back on board takes place, because I'm not <laughs> going to Google even, it. I don't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing up until now. Yeah. Um, of course, all the Xenon girl of the 21st century. 21st. Wasn't it 31st century? Uh, 21st. Right here. Oh, okay. Mighty Joe Young. Hell yeah. It goes on forever. Yeah. Pretty much. Anyways, it's bonkers. Uh, is the Mandalorian launching with it? It is, yeah. It is? The Mandalorian, and then the other big one is Lady in the Tramp. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. A new uh, photorealistic mm-hmm. CGI animal movie. You know, we've been shitting on uh, The Lion King, or I, I was. I don't think I've... I can't I saw it because I never it. saw it. But then yeah. I, I actually saw today, like, the amount of money it made. Like, it broke, I don't know if it was just this year, but it was, like, it made so much fucking money. Really? And, like, because it's a family movie, so it doesn't have to be good to yeah. be successful. Like, people are just taking their kids, you know, yeah. on the weekend. But that thing was Critically, like people were either indifferent or they outright shat on it, but movie made a, a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it, from what I heard from the reviews is that it just wasn't any different than the actual movie. So, yeah. and then this lady in the tramp again, kind of like, what's the point if you're doing? Yeah, but what's nice about it is that you don't have to actually pay to go see it. Like you would in a theater. True. You get all the other content, too. And Disney Plus is starting out. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. It's like seven bucks a month. Yeah, for all these movies, all this National Geographic uh, programming. Yeah, I was just saying you got to watch Free Solo, the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. I don't think my palms ever sweat so much watching a movie. Dude, yeah. Like, just looking at the, like, especially when he, I forget what they call the move, where he swings his leg over the rock, and that's, like, the big one they focus on. Oh, it's the, like the crutch. The crutch. Yeah. It's like, that's, like, that's fucking nuts. Like, yeah. and you see him kind of miss it while he's harnessed in. So the crutch is, like, the most difficult move, basically, in a climb. Yeah. Is what is considered a crutch point. Um, and when you are climbing without any gear, it's just, it's bonkers, like, a single mistake. He'd be so dead. Yeah. I don't know if I got to talk about Free Solo. I think I watched it, it after you talked theaters. about it. 
on I think the pod. We talked about it. Did the pod? Did we start the podcast after I it did it was, its theatrical run? We may have, but we talked about it around Oscar season. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, but for the new listeners, you can talk about it again if you want. Yeah, dude. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Go watch it, people. Free solo. It's great. Documentary on a climber called Alex Honnold. Alex Honnold. It's fucking nuts. It's weird to think that Disney owns that. There are a lot of movies on there. It's like, I like, didn't realize Disney actually owned that. Like, The Sandlot. Oh, really? I had no idea that Disney I've owned never that. seen The Sandlot. No? I've never seen You're it. killing me. Let's kill see. <laughs> kill me, kill me Smalls. Smalls. Every time someone says that, I push off watching it another year. So Tanner, at this rate, I will never watch it. Tanner, right you got to watch it. It's good. Aren't they just trying to get a ball out of a yard? Yeah. But it's more, it's more than that. Yeah. Can you be like, hey, play, mister, can we get our ball out of your yard? Did you play baseball growing up? No. Okay, maybe not. No. That may be why you don't want to watch it, because that's kind of... Well, there's the Sandlot, was it three? Sandlot two, where it's about getting a science project out of the yard. What? Yeah. I never saw the guy, of the original. Oh, the Sandlot two. Think think that was the one. Not good, but basically it's about a group of people who are playing baseball or whatnot. Um, but there's this one guy who has no interest in it, yeah. and so he makes this rocket, and he decides to launch it from the mound of the or the pitcher's mound, mm-hmm. and it goes in the backyard. And so the whole thing is them trying to get that rocket from the backyard. So it's like a crossover of October Skies and exactly. the oh, October Skies is so good. <laughs> I was just talking to someone about that right, yeah. the other day. Yeah, have you seen October Skies? I've seen parts. Yeah. You need to watch it all. That's a good I've one heard it's too. a really really good movie. Very good. Very good. Very good. Is that one of Jake Gyllenhaal's like first? Mm. Mm. I don't know about first, but close to. Yeah. Chris Cooper. What's her face? Uh, like Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern. Hildo? Was it? Is that Holdo. Yeah. Holdo? Oh, man. Her best role ever. I uh, love Laura Dern. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for Disney Plus. When does that come out? Do we have a date? It's on uh, November. The 12th of November, I think. Because that's when oh, Mandalorian's really? supposed to come out, at least around that time. Remember. Remember the twelfth of November. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's probably on Disney Plus too. No, that's a Warner Brothers property. No, another movie I haven't seen. I think so. I want to. I want to see V for Vendetta. I've heard that's really good. You know, it is. I one... haven't seen it in years, so I don't know if it aged particularly well. But I enjoyed it when I when it came out. Mm-hmm. When I saw it in theaters, I was I don't know how old at the time, like twelve or. Was that thirteen before or after Anonymous? Before. So did Anonymous get their the Guy Fox mask look? thing? Yeah. yeah, that was two thousand six. Okay. Yeah. Was the okay? So that was thirteen years. I was thirteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went to Disney Plus and it says pre-order. Why the fuck do you pre-order? Like, why would you pre-order a streaming service? Yeah, I don't know how that works. That way, you get it day one. It gets delivered to you. Yeah, I guess I guess that could be it because here it says sign up early and start streaming November twelfth. You, uh, you guys, Jordan, I know you're probably not. Tim, are you getting in on this? Fuck Disney oh, Plus. Oh, absolutely. I actually might. <clears throat> I have to for Mandalorian. Uh, but the only reason right. I say that is because I think my brother's getting in on it. Because the Cause kiddos. Then I will steal that account password. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 
Not you. Hopefully, you know hopefully what? Disney's not that's, listening to this right now. That's getting cracked down on. Like, I tried signing in with my parents' Hulu account on yeah. my Roku TV, and it was like, it used my dad's name. It's like Mr. Mr. Tanner's dad. Mr. Like <laughs> Mr. Tanner's dad. This is not your normal IP address. Are you at home, or is your home location changed? And I was like, it wouldn't let me. Without saying, without, I think that I think that's too like turn away people that are doing that because that happened when I think my brother had uh, Disney or what is it PlayStation View? Yeah, for like a trial, and I used it here. My brother used it at his house, and then my dad tried to use it down at the lake. Yeah. And my brother tried to use it in Florida, and it happened to him. He got that same thing, and he just said yes, and it worked fine. It didn't Nothing kick changed. anyone out anymore. No. Well, maybe I could have just. Yeah, that's just I mean, trying to deter people from. Oh, yeah, because what are they going to do if you just keep saying yes every time you log in? How do they know? They have no way of verifying that that's not your new home address. Right. right. Maybe they you just like buying property back and forth. Tanner, you, know, you don't know. <laughs> could True. be my vacation I own, home. I own True. Five houses. Five blocks away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I really love this neighborhood. <laughs> love it. I think so, I'm going to be definitely having to get it um, for the Star Wars content alone. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I want to watch Rebels. That's something that I've heard is pretty good. I don't know, man. I don't know. Max, Max goes on and on about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I hear what you're saying. He also now. goes on about um, DC. <laughs> but I mean, there's also there's also a lot of good movies on there, like the. <laughs> I'm not watching DC. I'm not getting the the DC. They have their own service. streaming service. Yeah, that's a that's a pass. But I mean, there's a lot of movies on Disney that I'm I'm interested in because growing up, I feel like I didn't watch as many Disney movies as everyone else, or at least I just didn't pay attention. I don't remember it. Yeah. So like Jungle Book, um, the Rescuers. I've heard that's a good one. Um, Little Mermaid. Yeah. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. I, I don't remember anything watch, about those. Um, the Black Cauldron, which is an animated Disney film I've never seen, and it's the movie that I think pretty much almost bankrupted Disney at the time. So it's it was not really well received. What Max Stream looks great. Well, we aren't streaming anymore. So I don't <laughs> Jokes on you, Max. Max. You're is, watching. Max nothing. is being a little cheeky right <laughs> yeah, now. Um. But, yeah, I heard it's not great, but I still want to watch it because it's an interesting bit of Disney history. But I like that because, I mean, there's going to be a lot of content. Yeah. Yeah, you can see movies like that you would never really have the opportunity to see. It seems like a really good deal, and I'm glad it exists, if only to maybe get Netflix to sort of reassess how they're doing things instead of just content instead of just doing hundreds of original titles a year mm-hmm. do less and do them better because right people say there's still even in like a hundred new releases in a year like there's still a lot of quality in there but it's impossible to find because there's so much of it yeah, and right. the way their algorithm works it just pushes the same 10 titles over and over mm-hmm. again i'm not going to dig through netflix originals searching for something worth watching Right, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Netflix needs to step their game up. Step their game up, yeah. and hopefully, Disney Plus is the competition that will get it to do so. I yeah. I hope so, but 
<clears throat> What's interesting, AMC also announced a streaming service. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, apparently. Um, I haven't seen anything on that, but... it's So it's going to be more of like a Redbox type of thing, yeah. iTunes, where you go to rent movies and buy movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you can rent movies five ninety nine for HD or standard definition, so you might as well just get HD at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then buy movies for like $20. But it's interesting because... Can you stream current movies in theaters i don't think so then what's how is this any different than like voodoo or amazon prime exactly so what i'm wondering is if this is their first step into the market to potentially push those show those movies yeah so maybe they're gonna see you know okay we release these movies in theaters we make some money but then they also make it those movies a lot earlier than voodoo does where they can then push them out and people can rent them from home and have that movie theater experience but then also, you know, eventually get to that point where you don't have to go to a standard movie theater anymore and you can watch it from home. Then Max you know? wouldn't have to deal with people in the theater anymore. Yeah, exactly. Win-win. Like if you, so if you were to, if you wanted to watch a movie that came out, would you spend $50 to watch a movie? No. no. But you invite five other people over and you split it. True. At that point, you're saving money. We're talking... But thing is, I wonder, yeah, you could do that. But, like, if you're doing that, like, it's typically going to be for those big blockbuster films, which right. most people are going to want to see in the theater anyway. Right, exactly. But then again, you know, there's people like Max where, you know, they don't want to because they don't want to deal with everyone else. And you can watch it in the comfort of your home, start it whenever you want. So especially for those people, and you know, as our lives get busier and you have work, you don't want to stay up as late. So you kind of have that opportunity. And I, I think it's... Awesome. I, I just think it's a really cool idea because it's going to add more flexibility into your life. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that's what it kind of evolves to one day because that'd be really, really cool. And they can they can make a lot of money off of it. I mean, you have boxing fights where people pay $100 just to watch a fight. Yeah. I mean, they could even charge something like that where you then get 10 people over to watch it. And they currently they currently do that in the form, like in theater form. So they have, I think they um, partner with a company called Fathom Events. It oh, may yeah. be different now, mm-hmm. but back when I worked at the theater, it was a company called Fathom Events. They, they would do operas around. and shit like yeah. that. Right. Um, so being able to do like those type of events on demand at home okay. would probably be yeah. easier. See, that'd be cool because there's a lot of things that they do where it's like one or two day release. Yeah. So you miss it. And it's really hard to get to, mm-hmm. and then they, you get more opportunity to do it. And, that, and it's and it, oh good. Well, oh sorry, I was just gonna say. And the thing about the service is you don't have to pay for the service. You only pay for renting it. So it's not like you have to have that monthly subscription where you continually pay. It, w- it would be nice if this was a potential way to make um kind of the smaller limited release films more accessible. Because I remember two years ago when the Suspiria remake came out, I was dying to see that movie, but it did not play in any theater anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. I think the closest one was like the Alamo Draft House in Kansas City. Yeah, like, right. And there's movies like that every year that come out, but they're only mm-hmm. in it's like very, very dense, like maybe city right. locations and get out into the suburbs, harder to come across some of these showings. So having... Right something where you can stream it um, would be cool. Yeah. 
I think I think another good uh, use of this platform would be for people that are disabled, whether it be auditory, like oh yeah, an audio. So you'd have like yeah. a closed caption, yeah, being right. available. To whereas in the past they used to have to rent out a theater to be able to do that, right? Like people can control the volume of that actual movie being played and still have it be a new release, so they're not having to wait to see these actual right. films. Yeah, right. I think that'd be a good use of it because it used to be I'm I'm bringing in theater shit for this. Um, sure. So working there. We'd either have an organization that um, would work with people with disabilities to rent out a theater. Say it was a theater mm-hmm. of 500, one of the big auditoriums. Right. Um, and there'd be certain stipulations like lights would have to be on. Right. Like to control the environment to make sure everyone was comfortable that was viewing the film. So that lights would be on, volume would be turned down. You would have um, plates that would do, um, it'd be closed caption at that, or not closed caption, it'd be open caption at that point. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't be on the screen, but it'd be displayed on a little platform in front of them, yeah. mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think bringing this platform and having them be able to control the environment but not have to deal with, say, an organization to do that would be good. A good use of that platform. Yeah, absolutely. That way they could see the most current films. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that'd be a cool use of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if they've thought of that. AMC hit me up. And you work for you. <clears throat> looking, looking the old uh, record record books. Yeah. Looking for Jordan. Jordan, I worked at uh, one of the theaters. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> Don't want to get too much away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and then kind of going back to whole Disney Plus and Netflix, you know, also forces better content from Netflix because you know they're going to. You know, AMC will have their own movies where you can rent them and maybe get them a lot earlier than other places. So, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, Netflix is going to have to increase their quality of movies because why not just watch AMC instead? Yes. Yes. Guys, I think the takeaway here is that Netflix is terrible. <laughs> it offers <laughs> no. It offers some quality content. With that sum, with that sum comes a lot of fucking bullshit. You know, because yeah. it's spooky season. I started watching their uh, The Haunting of Hill House, mm-hmm. which is really good. I've heard it's and good. They, they've got a second season. I guess it's more of an anthology type series because this season was based off of the book of the same name, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the second season is not going to be called The Haunting of Hill House, but it's The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is an adaptation of The Turn of the Screw, um, which is a book. Okay. Okay. If you read those, you dumb dumb. Every once in a while. <laughs> talking think, about our listeners. Tanner? Talking about our listeners. I would never insult you, guys. Why would, my you, why would you read a book Tanner. when you could watch one? Right. Exactly. Reading's hard. I don't even know the last book I read from start to finish. I will be honest. I will not read a book if the texture of the pages is too rough. Dainty fingers to eat? Yeah. I have soft city slicker (laughs) fingers that can't handle... Um. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining Tanner sit down, open oh, up a book, say, oh, oh my fingers. Yes. <laughs> he drops it like a hot, play, a hot pan. I'm done with this. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, pick Get this the up. shit out of Jordan, here. Jordan, pick this up. I can't. Oh, man. I can't do it. Yeah. Like a 30-year-old paperback? What, what, uh, Get the fuck out of here. What's the last Sand very paper. rough book that you had to put down that you're looking forward to reading? <sighs> it's been a minute. I've never heard of, I thought you read all the time. I don't read that often. <laughs> I read a lot less than I used to. I should read more. But um 
I'm lazy. Yep. It's okay, man. It happens. In I, movie I, easy. Movie. I dive into graphic novels. I just got a Those couple. Those are more there interesting. Because I'm on a Batman kick out of nowhere. Because I started playing Arkham Knight because it's on there you go. Game Pass on the Xbox. Um, so I bought Batman Year One and Batman The Long Halloween, which was a major uh, inspiration for Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. Okay. A lot of uh, he drew a lot from that. Yeah. Although, probably should have done more. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Everyone loves the Dark Knight. It's fine the way it is, I guess. It is. Uh wow. Um. So, <laughs> what a night. Uh, you want to dive into what's opening in the box office this weekend? So the lighthouse, I believe, is kicking off this weekend, yes. or maybe it's is more it? of a limited release. It's the eighteenth. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I will get to see that this weekend. It's maybe percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. Maybe Sunday I can squeeze that in. So you got that, which looks good, and I'm hopefully going to see that and be mm-hmm. ready to talk about next yeah. week. Um, uh, Zombieland Double Tap, which Zombieland looks Double, yeah. f- awful from the trailers. I did not. It's got 75. percent Yeah, I know it does. Been I just received didn't. okay, but yeah, definitely. And I think it's just like you. Were, I think you and I were talking. It's just way too late. It's too late. It's, yeah. It took too long for them to put that when out. When did the first one come out? 2009. Yeah. Ten, Ten years. years later. Yeah. Um, Interesting. What else we got? We got Jojo Rabbit. I'm excited for Jojo Rabbit. Oh, that Rabbit. comes out this weekend, Not too. This weekend. Yeah. I thought that didn't come out till November. It's showing October 18th. Uh, you got the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Yeah, pass. Hell I've, yeah, I've dude. never seen Jay pass. and Silent Bob. The first one is the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. It's got Will Ferrell in it. Pass. I mean, this is this has got. It's gonna have Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in it again. I mean, that's cool, <laughs> but like Kevin Smith, God bless him, has not made a good movie in a long time. Until now, Tanner. Until Yoga now. hosers, Tusk. Yeah. Um, oh, Tusk. Oof. I I don't want to see that movie. Yeah. No. Yeah. Hard pass. Other than that, Maleficent. Rocking okay. a good old forty five percent. This isn't force vision, but we've long been speculating, not we as a group here, but the idea was people thought the new The Rise of Skywalker trailer would would have premiered this past Monday as of the Wednesday we are recording this October sixteenth, um, in order to play in front of Maleficent in theaters. Uh, as we can all see, Monday has come and gone, and no new Star Wars footage. So probably, maybe it will debut with Maleficent without having an earlier online release, which is uncharacteristic of what they've done with the past yeah. Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. So either this weekend or hopefully next Monday. But I'm chomping at the bit for more Star Wars footage. Yeah. I am too. It's, they are. It's been- a long time. You know, I understand wanting to not give away too much in marketing, but mm-hmm. boy, is it agonizing with their strategy for some of these movies. They just they announce something like two years in advance, and then you just wait and wait and wait to see anything. Yeah, then you get like four trailers and in then the last you, yeah. month. Like, what the fuck? And then we have to wait. Why haven't two we months. seen? Like, why couldn't you split this out through? I, and I understand they're probably in the process of post editing and shit like yeah. that. But yeah. But I, I think I read that the Marvel 
guys, the ones running the marketing for the MCU are now handling uh, Star Wars. Really? And so this kind of that makes sense. the the radio silence we've been getting with the rise of Skywalker is kind of like Endgame. How there was just not a lot of yeah. trailers for that um, leading up to release. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, <clears throat> I do like it though because it it kind of limits a bunch of speculation and yeah, and leaks, spoilers coming out. Well, and we'll see because this is not a Force Vision, so we probably should save this discussion for after the trailer. But uh, there was that big leak we mentioned on the last Force Vision, mm-hmm. so a lot of people on that board are waiting for this trailer to see if it can potentially confirm or debunk anything from the leak. So yeah, it's a, it's a tense moment in some Star Wars circles right now on the internet. Yeah. But... uh. We'll see how it plays out. See how it goes. Shit. But all Star Wars is good Star Wars. Yeah. Except true. for Rebels. Except for Rebels. <laughs> what about Resistance? Resistance looks even worse. <laughs> well, you better believe I'm going to watch all of them. Um, so Max posted a discussion topic, but I'm guessing he wants to talk about I assume that. It, is it the Venom? Uh, no, about de-aging, oh. de-aging actors. Dude, um, that is an interesting conversation, but maybe we should save that we'll for, save that. I think that's for when Max one. is back. Yeah. Because I'm down. Um, probably wrapping up here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. This is a... Do uh, want another 45, Tanner? This is an express, are we only an a, express are we only Cinemax minutes? list. 45 minutes. Oh, man. 44 and some change. We're only a third of the way through. <laughs> uh, so Venom director, Ruben Fleischer, who also did Zombieland, Hmm. Um, has said that he imagines or he either knows or in his mind confirmed or not uh, Sony is building towards a Venom versus Tom Holland Spider-Man I mean, it makes the most sense why wouldn't Obviously, you yeah, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you now that whatever Marvel did, or Marvel and Sony agreement was reached to where they're basically going to be like yeah we'll just use the character and both sides can do whatever they want with him, it seems. Yeah. Uh, this is going to happen. And it's a way for Sony to um, kind of... Profit's not the word, but they sort of get to further piggyback off the MCU a little more here, yeah. Yeah. even though Venom's not part of the MCU at all. Right. Um, they can still kind of ride the coattails a little more now that Tom Holland will crossing over into it Mm -hmm. i still haven't seen venom i'm gonna watch it eventually it just did not look good i know you and max saw it and you guys thought it was fine yeah i mean it's definitely worth a watch it's it's an entertaining movie i mean it's nothing spectacular that you're like oh yeah that was incredible there are some good action sequences some laughing moments but you know it's just okay Tom Holland versus Tom Hardy, though, does seem like it could be pretty entertaining. Oh, you would be on yeah. screen. Yeah. Tom Holland's so good as Spider-Man, and Tom Hardy's just a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how his Eddie Brock is, but it was one of the cool. highlights of the movie. Was it cool? Yeah. Um, we also know that there's Carnage is going to be 
the, next, the villain yeah. in Venom 2. Mm-hmm. They mentioned another character named Shriek will be appearing in the movie. I believe Shriek is a female symbiote character. Mm-hmm. Could be wrong on that. And I think there was a female symbiote character in the first Venom. Or temporarily? Or yeah, was... I mean, it was just Venom attached to a girl. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. That's exciting. Maybe there'll be a scene where, uh, you know, Venom's about to stab Tom Holland. He just goes, Martha. And then he'll stop. Yeah. It's a little throwback to Batman vs. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw it, so I don't know what the hell you're talking about. That's because Superman and Batman's mommies have the same name. So that's oh, how Batman knows they can be friends. <laughs> Lord. God. Where'd you, where'd you hear that name? What about uh? What about I'm kind of diving into a different subject. What about our theories from last week being debunked with uh, Kevin Feige? Right. Adding oh a yeah, title, I should have brought that up. So now he's wait. What happened? He is now the chief, chief of, creative, creative officer? officer of all Marvel productions. So Feige is the one above all right now in Marvel. And with mm. all this new responsibility on this plate, there's no way he's taking over Lucasfilm in 2021. Yeah, no way. We had that discussion last week. So the KK haters can go eat a bag of poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, those, <laughs> those are some strong fighting words right there. Yeah. Poop in your guys' mouths. I found that really interesting, especially after our conversation last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, so, yeah. He basically all facets of Marvel report to him now. Okay. Like uh, publishing, TV, and film. Like anything Marvel. Interesting. Whereas up till now, he was just um, the head of the Marvel Studios, the film side, which is really funny because... While he was like the executive producer for the MCU all this time, um, for a number of a good while into the MCU, he was still under um, Ike Perlmutter, who was the Marvel chief Mm -hmm. dude. And Perlmutter and his kind of committee were very restrictive with what they let Kevin Feige do with the MCU. Like, it was because of them that we didn't get a Black Panther movie earlier. Right. We didn't get a female-led movie earlier. Um, Mike Perlmutter's a piece of shit. And then Feige basically went over his head to Bob Iger and was like, look, I can really, you know, do some serious work with this MCU, but I can't do it under this guy. And then so... Marvel Studios was given autonomy from the rest of Marvel, and now Kevin Feige's over everything. So that's interesting. Kind of a I mean, little sweet revenge, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if Perlmutter's still in the picture or not. I haven't read that far. Maybe he's been out for a while. Um, he hasn't been up in conversation for a couple years, but yeah, kind of cool. Kind of cool how the turns table. The turns table. It'll be interesting though, because doesn't Star Wars fall underneath Marvel Publishing with the, their it whole does. comics? Marvel Comics, yeah. So that is another way Feige will be tied to Star Wars, mm-hmm. but again, he's not 
going to be taking over Lucasfilm as like creative lead or whatever Kathleen Kennedy's yeah, title, title is. is. But uh, fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, that's exciting. Way way to bring that up. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I saw the news yesterday and then it popped yeah. up again. So. Um, so we'll see what happens with the future of Star Wars. Well, boys. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, next week is going to be our spooky special where Max has some, I think, interesting discussion topics in the works. Mm-hmm. Maybe some games we're going to play. Some I don't games? know. Some games? What kind of games? He mentioned games. Who knows what he's going to do? He's going he's gonna to spook us with his unpredictable nature all right so expect some I'm lists a little spooky. i'm getting goosebumps right now expect some spooks some goofs some laughs some laughs some tears, tears. sexual tension like you wouldn't believe <laughs> all right <laughs> it's a must watch and listen yes so come back the next time for a regular episode of cinemax stick a podcast about movies with Max. With Max. Do we need to do the where you can find us? Oh, shit. I'm Tanner Rush. I'm Jordan Gatzer. No, you're Danger Rush. Oh, fuck. I'm Danger Rush. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram and Letterboxd at Danger Rush. I'm, uh, I'm Tim. You can follow me at uh, Tim Trist on Instagram. I'm Jordan. Not Twitter. And Letterboxd. I'm not even going to worry about my fucking sign or handles. But what if AMC tries to find you? Yeah, they'll be okay. They'll be able to find me elsewhere. Well done. Well, thanks right. for tuning in. Yeah. This was your first and maybe only episode of Cinemax List. So. Hey, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. All right, cool. Bye, guys. Later. Bye.